The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Colts Army, Matt Johnson, Brandon Rogers, the Colts. Hoorah. Hoorah. This is the Colts Fans in Bills Land podcast presented to you by the BICBP radio network at BICBP-radio.com. What, bro? Again, this show is just, I can't believe how cursed this I, show uh, is. I almost wanted to call in sick today. I'm sick. I mean, I'm sick to my stomach. We were both tooting that Stafford train pretty hard. And uh, who would have thunk, you know? Two first, a third, Jared Goff. That was the asking price. Ugh. Yeah. That's really the biggest chunk of news that I that we, we can, like, talk about today. Like, Jim Mercer had a press conference. It was just repeating a lot of stuff that we've already kind of Hey, brother, we had a really good season, and, uh, you know, I bought a couple new guitars, and, uh, yeah, man, we're just going to we're we're gonna kill it this year, man. I do love Jim Mercy. I, I love, do. Love him to death. He's, he's, a, he's a great, great franchise owner, I think. One, I think he's one of the most, he's one of the most, he has one of the biggest presences. Like, nobody's going to touch Jerry Jones, but in the grand scheme of, you well, know, I mean, no one's going to touch Jerry Jones unless he pays them to. That's <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I mean, my personal feelings, I would put Jim Mercy as number one. That's personal. That's biased. But he's probably I mean, one of the top five owners in the league as far he's as he's so what, active uh, on Twitter, socially in the community. I mean, he gives away you know hundreds of dollars a day just to random people. Give, I mean, he's so generous and yeah. he, he he's awesome. He is an awesome owner. I know he got cut off uh, a couple of years ago uh, with his addictions. And, you know, he's facing me. He's humble. He's honest. He's forthright. Yeah. Honestly, I, I couldn't ask for a better owner, owner, you know, I, I, I loved him or say, and if he wants to adopt me, I'm all for it. <laughs> Seriously. No, I, I'm, I'm all about that, but you know, you don't see a whole lot of owner, owners giving press conferences, postseason press conferences uh, like he did. And he, you know, he, like I said, he was, it was, it was a lot of stuff that we had already heard but it was nice to hear his thoughts on how the season went. And in this and that, you know, people, all sorts of reporters asking him various things. Uh, of course, Andrew Luck was brought up um, and he, he he's given the best possible answer about all of it. He's been, you know, he's like, if, yeah, we'd love to have him back, but the, the door's closed. Like, we got to keep looking forward. You know, we got to keep moving forward. I think it was good to hear it from him because that's the that's the big question. Right. I, I feel like Ballard's been asked that. I feel like Reich's been asked that. And when you hear the owner, Jim Mercy, say it, who you know, uh, who is a guy who could be very bitter about the situation if he wanted to be, um, you know, he's just like, yeah, you know, we, again, two years later, we still value uh, that Andrew Luck has decided to retire. If he wants to come back, the door's open, but we're, we're, we're not, we're not putting all our eggs in that basket anymore. It's, 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 it's done. It's done. So I, I do, appre- I did appreciate how he, how he handled that question. Uh, I have a question. What egg, or what basket are we putting our eggs into? Uh, that's that's. I just kind of want to know the basket. What what basket? Where's this basket? I haven't I, seen a basket. I I just want some eggs in a basket, Tim. Yeah, we have a lot of eggs. There's a lot of eggs, lot well, of eggs. Uh, but not a single basket. Jeez, um, I'm very frustrated right now. As a fan, I know that it's. Now February, but at least last year we had a veteran quarterback under contract, but we knew that there was a possibility that they go and look for somebody else. This year, it's looking very bleak. 
I'm 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 legitimately worried about another wasted year as a uh, as a Colts fan. It's always darkest before the dawn, Matt. Always darkest before the dawn. I know. I know. I mean, I want to know. I'm curious. And of course, you know, in Ballard, we trust. In Ballard, we trust. And that sort of thing. But it's like what we're trying to like just just put pieces together. Like, what is he trying to do? Um, can can we call a state of emergency right now? This show, we're calling a state of emergency. I I'm, I mean, where's the glass case? You know, in case of emergency, break it for a franchise quarterback because we need that. We, we do need that bad. We do. You know, uh, it, I just I don't think we're gonna get that this year. I I I I'm. I feel like. Are you prepping for Jacoby Brissett to start next year? Or I am, is that just me? I, I unfortunately am. Oh boy. I unfortunately We're am. Screwed. Well, you think l- l- let's look at this, all right? So, you know, Philip Rivers he retires. We d- we already talked about this a couple weeks ago. He retires. Um uh, and there's there's some speculation, we don't know, but it's possible that Chris Ballard was like, "Hey, we're moving on in a, in a different direction. We have a plan." I mean, it, it those talks weren't supposed to happen for a month and within a week retired. And all we heard kept hearing was I hope it's from Philip and 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 Reich and Ballard that I hope it's not the end, but obviously there's some there, there's 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 possibly some kind of plan, and that led us to all of us I think believing that Matthew Stafford was the plan. He you know aside from Deshaun Watson who I don't know I don't know what to think of that situation anymore. It's not happening. I, I trust me. I no. don't that dream. Sorry. No. I know for the Colts it's yeah. not happening, but even <laughs> I don't even know. I I would not oh. be surprised if Deshaun Watson sits next year. I would not no, be surprised. No, I, I, I'm with you 100%. If they don't get rid of him, I I believe he firmly feels as if he's played his last game as a Houston Texan. Yep. Thankfully for us, you know, that's going to be the case. Um, <laughs> you know, even if he doesn't end up in the Colts, just keep him away from the AFC South, and I'll be very happy. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's it's like – so outside of Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford was like one of the most realistic um, trading prospects. And that fell through this weekend. He like was I, the only one. He's the only <laughs> he's one. He's the only one, you know? He's the only one. And I, like you said, you know, they, they had the meeting with Philip. They said, hey, we'll, we'll come together in a month and uh, we'll make our plans. And then a week later, Philip said, hey, I, I'm retiring. Now, his and the, his last uh, press conference after we lost the, you know, the game against the freaking Bills, um, <laughs> we... I felt as if he really wanted to play another game, another year. You know, he said he's not going to play another year unless it's with the Colts. Okay, great. We'll talk about it in a month. A week later, he retires. There had to be something said as to, hey, you know, Philip, we're going a different direction. And then a couple days later, we hear, oh, Matt Stafford's available. Great. Dodds had his interview the week before, found out Stafford's available, runs to Chris Ballard. Hey, Chris, we're going to get Matt Stafford. Tell Philip Rivers to pack his bags. See you later. Have fun with the kids. Right. But we don't offer, well, according to speculation from Peter King on uh, Sports Illustrated, we don't even offer a first-round pick for Matt Stafford. Yeah, the, the way off. I don't even think the Colts were a top three finalist in that Matthew Stafford sweepstakes, to my understanding. Something doesn't add up. If we tell Philip Rivers to hit the bricks and we don't even offer Matt Stafford a, a first on pick is there something else that i don't know about it is chris ballard so off not thinking that phil or matt stafford's gonna demand at least one first round pick or does he have some kind of lucky ace up his sleeve some very lucky ace up his sleeve (laughs) some very lucky lucky luck of the draw kind of luck thing that he's doing i don't know i just i know (laughs) That's, I mean, oh, that's God. what, I mean, I obviously hope for, but like, I, my heart's not even like, I'm not even like set on that. I'm, I'm just being bitter, I guess. Like we're, there's no doubt that we have been spoiled as Colts fans at the quarterback position, but you know, like what else is there? You are looking, there is not a, I mean, I, I highly, like, I, I really think that Dak Prescott's going back to, to Dallas. All right. And there's a couple quarterbacks on the, on the possible trading block. Uh, you know, going forward, but it's like I, I just don't see them fitting in. You know, Jared no. Goff was a possibility, but of course they did the switcheroo. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a potential uh, one, but he, again, I, that's not a guy that I want on on my on on the Colts roster. 
Uh, who else is potential trade bait? I, I think that Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the new one now. There's rumors that he is going to San Francisco. Uh, Matt Ryan. Ryan's the last. <laughs> if you guys could have saw Matt's face when I said Matt Ryan, which sucks like because he was he was puppy. <laughs> he was in my like he was in my top five that we talked about a couple weeks ago. But I just like that's he. I think he was like my number four or five. Stafford. Well, yeah. After Philip Rivers let me, you know, the whole Philip Rivers situation, then Stafford's, you know, the Stafford situation. I just, you know, and everyone's like, oh. Ballard's this kind of general manager who's not going to, you know, go all in just for a season. He's got the long-term plan, but I'm just like, we've been hearing that for four years now. Like, I don't doubt his ability to put together a team, but I'm doubting his ability to put together a championship team a little bit right now when Chris Ballard. Well, I, I know mean, he did setbacks. I know he did setbacks. Trust huge me, setbacks. I, I acknowledge retiring was, was, was nuts. You know, he put a band-aid on with Jacoby Brissett. Great move on his part. Uh, getting, you know, the first-round pick. Using, he, he knows, we know that he'll use a first-round pick as draft capital. He got us to Forrest Buckner. Probably the best move made all season by any team last year. Yes. He was, well, besides Brady. But, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he's smart. and he, know, he knows what he's doing. And for him not to at least offer a first-round pick for Matt Stafford, there's got there's got to be something else whether it's you know he's trying to put together a package to move up in the draft or maybe he's thinking that hey Dallas can't can't keep Dak maybe so maybe entice them hey uh, let's try and see if we can package anything together for Dak for a sign and trade I don't know maybe he's thinking Sam Darnold might be the guy might come a little bit cheaper yeah which he would maybe he knows something that that, that we don't know but there's no way that he went into this offseason thinking Hey, I'm going to be able to get Matt Stafford by not offering a first round pick, yeah. and and that's going to be my number one plan. That just it it defies all logic of what he's done to put this team together. I know you know you might be feeling dark right now, but there's if that was his plan, I will eat my shoe because if we end up with a a, a Foles or a Trubisky or Jameis Winston, like you could tell this whole thing kind of blew up in his face, but if for some reason we end up picking top five in the draft, it's because he's holding on to that 21st pick for something better than Matt Stafford. And with the way we have contracts coming on up, that that may not surprise me. We've got, we got to have a cheap rookie quarterback on the books, I guess, maybe, but I don't know, Matt. I really want a Stafford too. This sucks. It's a horrible feeling. It sucks. I just want (laughs) I wanted the Colts to be the team where everybody who's had a like a not good career to just come here, play at a good team, and redeem yourself, and, and and this and that. But it's like you know, looking at this draft, like I don't think there are. I know there is a big quarterback class, but from you know from some of the stuff I've seen, like I don't think outside of Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, I don't think these guys, anybody else in this is gonna is one of those you know kind of quarterbacks that are gonna just show up and and start and be good right away like i'm i'm mentally preparing for an eight and eight nine and seven season right now and that's with the team that we got it's not good enough we we have super bowl aspirations we we could make the super bowl if we have a competent quarterback and we can't do that with a rookie and i'm really hoping we're not banking on trying to go to the top five to get a rookie it's not what i would like but with with Stafford being gone and you know no no way Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson could fall into our laps we're looking at maybe a a, a false a Winston at best Andy uh, Dalton a Wentz don't you dare say Andy Dalton <sighs> don't you dare say Andy Dalton I'll lose my mind for the Wentz one I will lose my mind I know there's a lot of people that are like that and even Eason too like Oh my God! Dude, I can't believe he's a fourth round pick. He hasn't even played a preseason game. Come on now. Oh, let's just have him start. Everyone's Get like, out of here. Oh. Eason season is over. All right. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to go. To, I, I said it on Twitter the other day. I'm like, I don't want to go into a season with, um, you know, with a very good core and a guy who's never played in the NFL before. And somebody goes, Oh, worked for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, idiot. 
Patrick Mahomes had a preseason. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes played in week 17. Andy Reid knew what he had in Patrick Mahomes before he moved on from Alex Smith. Chris Ballard, exactly. unless he was unless he was lying to us in his press conference, doesn't even feel comfortable with Jacob Eason as a backup. Unless there's some kind of twist of the words that we we overlooked and, uh, you know, that he's going to be like, oh, you know, ah, yeah, you're right. I didn't see him as our backup because I seen him as our starter. If he's, if he's kind of in that mentality. Ballard's not that dumb. He knows, and it sucks. I know. Okay. Okay. We sound right. like Bills fans been... right now. We sound like angry yeah, Bills fans not. right now. So that's why I'm going to turn everything around. <laughs> for, the past, for the past two years, I've been hopelessly just begging that he'd come back. Does this not feel like if he's ever going to come back, this would be it? This would be it. And Ballard's known it this entire time. This... This would be it. I, because I, I like people get shame other people for wishing this on Twitter now. I do sometimes. Well, I mean, think about it. <laughs> Joe Thomas came out of nowhere, like Joe Thomas in Cleveland, just hanging out playing golf. Out of nowhere, tweets at McAfee. Hey Pat, doesn't it feel like Andrew Luck's gonna come out of retirement this year? Why? Why would you do that to us? Why? Why? Do you know something? Do you know? Have you talked to Andrew Luck's mother? Do you know her, his father? Uh, have you talked to like his milkman? How do you know this? Why do you say this? Why are you tweeting Pat, Matt, Matt, Pat McAfee like the, the biggest you know sports figurehead for Colts Nation? Why? Why are you doing this? I'm sorry, guys. See, they because they know because they know what we are. They know what Colts fans are. <laughs> All right, we've become the mid two thousands Bills. No, don't say that. I, dude, I'm trying. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying not to be. But, like, you remember when, like, any quarterback was a free agent or there was somebody that was possibly on the trademark in the mid-2000s, Bill's fans like, oh, we got to get we're that guy. Drew Bledsoe. Oh, we're going to oh, we're Yeah, we're great now. We're going to Phillip the Super Rivers Bowl. God damn it. Philip Rivers was our Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> oh, no, we're moving out of the – we're moving out of the J.P. Lossman phase. God. Son of a bitch. And then the Trent Edwards phase. Is JK, is like J, that. Does that mean like Jacob Beeson's our, 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 JP? our J.P. Lossman? Or whoever yeah. comes out of this draft is our J.P. Lossman? We're, we're picking so high up, we're going to get the we're going to get the Ringo star of the Beatles uh, of this court, this quarterback <laughs> draft class. Is that is that what we're setting ourselves up for? Dude, mark this right now. If we get Mac Jones or Kyle Trask, I'm going to flip. Everybody keeps saying Mac Jones. No. And, Sorry. No. They're like, oh, he fits in the system really well. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> There's. Sorry. This isn't the, the class of 83. This isn't the class of 04. All right. I, Football has evolved past Mac Jones. Sorry. Yeah. He's yeah, he, he had a great year with Nick Saban. And Devontae Smith. Look at I can hear and, your son crying in the background. That's how frustrated he is. Yeah, right now with he heard Matt Jones. Jones and said, "No, no, Dad, we're not doing that." Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> nuts. Yeah, I was really let down. I stopped editing because I, I edit and post a bunch bunch of people's episodes for our network, and I had to stop. I had I had to start making memes. All right, just to deal with my pain. If I don't laugh, I'll cry. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, I do got to admit. The Grand Theft Auto one, walking back towards Jacoby, <laughs> killed me. I swear. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> I was trying to get that one over on Twitter. Some people liked it, but I, I'm just. It just it it felt appropriate because I don't know. It just that one like it doesn't make sense, but it does make sense in the situation we're in. It and, makes too much damn sense, and that's what's scary to me. We're gonna, we're gonna end up with Jacoby Brissett again. I'm gonna pull my Jacoby jersey out of the garbage. I, I'm sorry. I am. I we had our talk about Jacoby, you know, a couple shows ago, and like I said, we're thankful for getting us through some tough times. But brother, I can't go. I can't do another season with that. No. Everyone's like, oh, you should guys should get Tyrod, and I'm just like, no. Jacoby <sighs> Jacoby is just Tyrod in a younger body. Same quarterback. Captain check down. Yep. Same quarterback. But I do want like the listeners to know, I know we've been bitching for about 
10 to 15 minutes now. Um, <laughs> I do want to, I do want to say that, you know, I, I, I'm glad that Ballard didn't agree to those outrageous terms. I really think that the lions fleeced the Rams. They knew the Rams were desperate and like, you know, the, the non Colts fan part of me has to be like, yo, good for you, Detroit. Detroit doesn't fleece anybody in trades. And I love the direction that they're going. If they got as much as they did out of, out of the Rams as, as, as they did, you know, um, genius and good for them. I wouldn't have settled. If, if the Rams were willing to pay that, why would you settle for anything less? And that's the one thing that the only, like we haven't focused on or no one's focused on because the sky is falling. We don't have a quarterback. Um, there's no way in hell I would even make that trade. What are you, stupid? Madden Two? would have denied that. Madden would have denied it. Absolutely. They don't have a first until, what, 2025? 24? 24? They haven't had a first-round oh, pick. they probably trade that anyway. Yeah. Jared Goff was their last first-round pick in 2016. That's insane to me. And no wonder why they're in, like, cap hell now. They're still paying. They're going to be paying Goff and Gurley to not play for them this year. Yeah. Uh, I, if Bell would have done that, we probably would have rode him out of out of town. And probably I would've. get that. I get that. But you had to make a better offer than, you know, some picks and some players, not including the, our first round pick, which makes me believe that we either knew we weren't in the running in, in, in the beginning or he has an ulterior motive. He knows yeah. something is up. It's just, yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of like to know. Yeah. You kind of just like yeah, to when, know. The tell-all book comes out afterwards. Like, ooh, so that's what he was thinking. That's what he was thinking. And, and who what, knows when we find out? Who knows when we find out? What players do you think would have been inclu- in- involved, included in that in that whole tra- trade package? Uh, Eason, maybe? Just to give them a young quarterback? Something to kind of build off of, possibly. Um, everyone's like, oh, he should have shipped Jacoby. I'm like, you idiots. He's a free agent. have him under contract you morons sorry i love our listeners it's not i don't think there are listeners. our listeners are very rational thinking people yes they are which would bring us to our awesome listener review from one mr arthur bailey we got a great one from our good friend arthur bailey uh, let me read it off to you guys. Jets fan in bill's land here but i listen because i'm a football fan i also enjoyed matt's you know blah 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 uh just you gave Brandon a lot of kudos. Uh, yeah, no, let's highlight that Brandon kudos. Let's highlight that part, okay? Brandon gives great insight as well on what it's like to be a fan in enemy territory, so to speak. So if you're on the And he's also show, very good-looking, handsome, tall, funny, charming, all that other good stuff. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. He did say that. Yeah. I also want to give credit <laughs> to this other fan, Tay, uh, Tay, Tay Chapara, Chapara. I don't know who the heck this is, but they gave us five stars. It said pretty good. Um, it is an unfortunate existence that these guys were doubly cursed to both live in Bill's land and be born Colts fans. But it reminds Ooh. a listener that not everyone is lucky enough to be a Packers fan. At least former Colt Pat McAfee has come around. And honestly, like after the weekend we had, you know, I just uh, you got that one, Tay. You got that one. I'll let him have it. Him or her, I'm not. <laughs> sure, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know. But thank you. You still gave us five stars. Pretty good. So I appreciate the listeners. And we had a wonderful month of listenership as well. I won't reveal the numbers, but uh, myself and Brandon are blown away for three three episodes. 45 million. <laughs> yeah. So um, you want to do a little mock draft? You want to you you try this thing out? Uh, well, if I can't mock Auburn picks going to Houston for Deshaun, <laughs> yeah, I guess we, we could do that. I guess track. we could do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's give this a whirl. We did promise you, the listeners, that we would do this. Um, so we're going to go through. So Indianapolis goes into the season with the 21st overall, at least as of today. Of course, the luck of our show. And the day after it gets released, uh, this will all change. But as of right yep. now, 5.28 p.m. Eastern time on February 1st, 2021, the Indianapolis Colts have the 21st overall pick. Uh, they also have the 54th pick in round two, and they have the 84th overall in round three, 117th in round four, uh, 148th in round five, 180th in round six, and 211th pick in round seven. So 
Brandon, we'll start off with you, my friend. What do you think they're going to do with the 21st overall pick? That some bitch is getting traded. Yeah. Yep, getting traded. Sorry, that's that's just what's going to happen. I uh, I've actually done a couple of little mocks myself, and the way that the math works, you trade this year's first, this year's second, and next year's first over to our friend Nick Sirianni out in Philly for the sixth overall pick. Oh, it happens. Oh, I thought you were going to say Carson Wentz. I almost. No. <laughs> I don't know if you see my face. I put my no, hand man. over my head. I was like, don't you, don't you go there. Don't you go there. Um, oh, no, man. They, uh, you know, they're going to roll with Wentz so they don't need that high end pick. And guess who's still on the board? Our good friend Justin Fields. That's what they're saying. That's what I go with. That's what I go with. Yeah, Fields is falling a little bit. I'm looking at some of these mock drafts, and he's I, I thought he was for sure a number two. But I'm looking at some of these I'm looking at some of these mock drafts. One of a one of the mock drafts, I'm on CBS Sports. They have him going to Detroit, which I don't see happening now. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. And there's a lot of things to be considered here. Um, I, I think it's going to be traded. I don't know if it's going to be back in the, you know, higher up in the first round or if it's going to be um, additional picks. I want to agree with you that it probably is going to be to move up at this point. I wish it didn't have to be because I feel like there is, you know, that a normal, a typical Chris Ballard draft would be trading that 21st overall for two picks in the second or a pick in the second pick in the third um trading a, back trading that's back is all trading back that's that's to me that that to me would be a classic chris ballard move i don't hate that idea if i were to say you know i i'll give you guys i mean i guess an alternative so i would agree that they're going to trade up with who i i'm not sure if i were the jets and they're going to roll with sam darnold oh no they want to do number two overall there's probably way too much to give up for that um, yeah, that there's a yeah, there's so much value they can get outside of but from us. They have to be sure because if if they bump up and and the Jets have Fields, I'm not liking <laughs> I'm not liking when we're sitting after yeah. quarterbacks. I mean that that's what that, that's Trey Lance and Mac Jones are like two of the next. Oh, Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson might still me. be there. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I like I like what I've seen from Trey Lance, but not at six and with what we'd have to give up for him. Right. Now, if you were to fall to us at 21, I'm okay with that, Trey Lance at 21. But Yeah. Yeah, some people are saying, uh, let's see, who did Kyle Trask possibly at 21? Um, God, if, no. I think if they stay there, I think they're going to go offensive line. I think we have to go tackle uh, maybe that Leatherwood kid. I'm seeing that a lot. You know, Alex Leatherhead, or Leatherwood from uh, Alabama, <laughs> that right tackle or left tackle. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Alex Leatherwood, Alabama, uh, six foot six. Yeah, he's a beefy dude. That's um at 21. That might be a reach. I'm not sure because CBS doesn't differentiate between guard, center, or tackle. Um, on here, but th- there are quite a few. Uh, there are quite a few ahead of them. Hmm. What are you thinking? I uh, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Draft rankings for offensive tackle. Come on. Um, let's see here. Could be, I don't think that Cywell dude, um, was it Panay Oh, no, he's going top three, probably. Easily. Maybe that Christian Derisaw from VTech or Rashawn Slater. I, uh. Slater would be great. 
Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. Like I, I don't know. Like I said, there's there's just so much that this adds so much more mystique now. I, but I'm legitimately thinking if they stay at 21, they're not going to reach for a quarterback at that at that number. They're not gonna like no, Ballard said in his no. press conference. They're not gonna just take a quarterback at 21 just because it's the right thing to do. They're gonna do they do their due diligence. So I would look at it. I would look at offensive tackle. Let's build these. I mean, build the trenches up. And uh, I don't know. I just have mixed feelings. But I think the the most likely thing is they're going to move up in the draft. How much they're going to give up, I do not know. But um, but if moving up in the draft or draft the uh, offensive tackle, I'll go. I'll go Slater. I'll go Rashawn Slater out of uh, okay out of Northwestern. Start this one off. Their next pick in round two. They have the fifty fourth overall. Who are you thinking at fifty four? Well, with my mock, uh, we no, we didn't have that second round pick. We shipped that on out to Philly. That's true. So, yeah. yep, I uh, yeah, you know, kind of gave away some draft capital. But hey, we we've got Justin Fields now. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Go Colts. That is true. If they did just just for uh you know craps and goes, if they did keep that for some reason, if it if it did transpire as is, which we know will not, who would you t- what position or would you take at that at that? Man, I think at that point, if we've gone with uh Slater, you know, like you said, we might have to go with I think we need corner depth, man, especially if we don't get uh if we don't get Rhodes under contract this year, you know, if right. he wants to go out on venture and see what he's got. Um, and looking at corners, I, I like that Aaron Robinson kid from UCF. You know, he's kind of a prototypical cornerback, a physical, likes to, to get nasty there. And I think he'd be a nice plug and play guy that could probably start week one. Okay. That's definitely an important one. That's definitely an important one. Um, I have to agree that I think that, you know, the, the second pickle, if they do move up, that it'll have to go. Um, if they do keep it though, I'm looking at, and I know they need cornerback. I'm going to look at edge. I'm going to look at edge rushers. Uh, Ooh. I'm going to look at edge rushers. I know that's a position that we need bad, bad. DeForest Buckner is, is doing bad, bad. The Lord's work up there at, at deep. The Lord's level. work, <laughs> <laughs> but we need some help on that edge. We need some help on that edge. Uh, at fifty, you know, at what was it? What did I say? Fifty-four. Yeah, fifty-four. Yep. Maybe you're probably looking at the kid out of Oregon State, six-four, two thirty-five. Hamilcar Rashad Jr. Maybe Quincy, Quincy Roche out of Miami. Um, you know, these guys are seniors. They're definitely. Uh, you know, there's still, of course, too. There's more people that can can claim to go to the draft, but that I think I, I Patrick think I, Jones kid, I think, be kind of cool. Yes, yes. If he happens to fall that low, they have him as the 31st best player in the draft. But of course, that doesn't mean that people's needs are being addressed. Um, you know that that stuff shifts everything. But um, I, I I would yes. not hate it. I would not hate an edge rusher if they can get him. You know, uh, and and defensive trench pieces fall all the time like the, well there pieces the right pieces fall all the time baltimore got a steal with uh patrick queen last year just fell to him where they were at and i think you can get a, a, a pretty solid edge rusher here to fall the at, at uh at round two um yeah you know and i think a lot of it helps with our scheme too uh we we rush the quarterback with with four guys that's it we don't have to bring blitzes off so you know if we have good good coverage and how about those edge rushers? And I think we could waste a, a second or third round pick on a decent guy, develop him, and kind of turn him into a baller. So yeah. I, I said, yeah, edge rusher. You can never have too many edge rushers. No. At all. No, you most certainly cannot. Um, I, I agree. And uh, I don't know, like DeForest Buckner is is obviously disrupting things. I'm not going to say it's on his own, but we Special. all know that he's the number one guy. Um, and And maybe that's an excuse to kind of go after cornerback. Right, maybe that it, maybe it isn't an excuse to kind of go after cornerback in the second round, but man, if I feel like we hit on edge rusher, like that front seven is going to be disgusting. Like Washington, yes. Pittsburgh at the beginning of the year level disgusting. Uh, if we can hit on edge rusher this upcoming season, because that's it's 
It's been a serious issue. It's been a serious issue the last couple of years. Um, just, just when one thing, and, you know, signing a, a free agent one, it, it's going to be expensive. So, you know, you're probably getting, right. getting a cheap young rookie edge rusher would definitely be in our best interest. Cause didn't we look, did we look at edge rushers last week? I think we did. Oh yeah. And they ain't cheap. No, no, they're not. So you might as well get a, get a cheap one. Uh, that's, that that's pretty yep. good and appropriate for the, uh, the spot they're being drafted at. Let's uh let's head on and let's see what we got at uh, round three. Where this is the eighty fourth overall pick, Brandon. Uh, if if the Colts are at this, uh, you know, have this pick still, what are you looking for them to draft in uh, in the third round? Well, we want that nice shiny toy. I think we got to go with the wide receiver, right? Yeah. And Amari Rogers out of Clemson, if he's still available which he may be, he may not be. Wide receiver is so deep in this uh, in this draft, it's like possible. last year. And He's the 104th think... uh, ranked one. Again, not that rankings matter and all this stuff will change with the, uh, the not combine, but pro day stuff. But I, I don't, according to this, it's not too far out of um, a possibility. Give me him or Elijah Moore from Mississippi, and I think I'd be happy. Uh, again, just guys that can do things with the ball after they have it in their hands. Right. Like a Pittman, like kind of like Pittman was last year, you know, Pittman got the ball and he could his yards after catch were, you know, they, that helped push the ball downfield big time. It, he Pittman, runs like a deer, man. He's so long in those legs. He's so freaking good. I love Pittman. I'm so, he's the one so. wide receiver I wanted so bad last year. Yeah. I was very happy with him. You know, he, he doesn't really, he's not like a deep route runner, right? He, he just, he, but he's a good route runner. I think you can get him in the middle. He's like your 15 to 20 yard range uh, pass guy. And he can go and get you an additional. And no, I, I mean, I, I, I loved having Pittman last year. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he grows. If it were me, if I was Chris Bauer, which Lord knows I am not, especially the way I've complained about <laughs> how uh, the way I've complained about, you know, the quarterback situation this year, um, I would probably look at cornerback in the third round. Um, who did they get last year in the third round? They got uh, Jul- oh, they got Julian Blackman, who's a uh, star. So it's not too far out of like it. It's not like it's not another again. So to find a stud, there's some talent there. Yeah, there is for sure. There is. So I would probably look at cornerback uh, for this one. So I'm thinking. Let's see. And what pick is that? Did I say 84? Yeah. Got a junior out of Alabama, Josh Joby. 6'1", 192 pounds. Not bad size for a cornerback. Uh, and, of course, we'll we'll see his 40 time and all that fun stuff. Um, uh, there's a nice range of guys who could fall at that point. Eric Stokes out of a couple Georgia guys. But uh, Eric Stokes out of Georgia, Tyson Campbell uh, out of Stanford, Paulson Adebo. So, or Adebo, however you pronounce it. So there's, I mean, there's some options there, but I, to me, I would go cornerback in round three. And, and again, this is just, if things are the way that they are right now, um, if they move up, I don't know if a round three would be in the package. It's, it's certainly possible depending on how they move up. But, um, you know, the Ballard, this is where Ballard tends to strike goal is, is right in the middle. Uh, yeah, right, right in the middle. It's it's it, again. He hasn't his last first round pick was Quentin Quentin Nelson, and long time ago, seemingly a long time ago, 2018. But he's like, like I mean, I'm looking at some of these names that he's picked over the last couple of years, like second and, and back. Naheem Hines, fourth round. Uh, you know, Jordan Wilkins in the fifth. Who's yeah, he, he's been productive. He's not been anything special, but uh, Kiko Turi, Braden Smith, Darius Leonard, all second round picks last year or excuse me, 2019. Uh, Rocky Scene, even though we know he's got to grow a little bit, second round. Bobby Okariki, third round. Kyrie Willis, fourth round. Marvell Tell, who I'm excited to get back next year. Uh, he's going to have a breakout year. I'm, uh, we, I'm lucky. I'm excited for him. We need that bad. Last year's draft, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Danny Pinter, uh, I think he played all right this year, fifth round. Robert Windsor, uh, not too shabby. Isaiah Rogers, you know. Jordan Glasgow, these are all guys who kind of, you know, had a little piece. And, of course, Jonathan Taylor and Pittman in the second round. Uh, we already mentioned Julian Blackman. So, yeah, for me, I, I think uh, cornerback at round three would be 
you know, that this, that, that's where Ballard thrives at is finding those middle of the pack gems that people are often overlooking because of job security. Exactly. That's just I mean, me. uh, Blackman wasn't supposed to be drafted. Uh, I think, no, he you know, with his torn ACL, people wanted to stay away from him. Yeah. Correct. And Ballard said, let me get him. And he proved to be a monster. So again, trust in Ballard. He knows what he's doing. Sometimes we like to complain and moan and groan, but you know, we're in very capable hands. We are. Especially come draft time. We certainly are. Um, yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I just gotta get some I just had to get some things off my chest earlier. Uh round four, pick one hundred and seventeen. What are you looking at here, Brandon? Um, I think we have to go linebacker, you know, uh, with Walker again, you know, hitting the bricks and getting his walking papers. Uh, I think Tony Fields would be a nice little uh, project to work on uh, from West Virginia. Either him or I'm going to butcher this name. Amen Ogben Migmiga. Ogben Migmiga from Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, I saw some tape on him and he's a monster. So I, I think either him or Fields, the, the second, could plug and play, you know, not get a lot of minutes, but be a nice little project to, to kind of boost the behind. Well, maniac and Okariki. Okariki. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't. What about you? Uh, I think I'm going to go to the offensive line again. This uh, is something. Can't go wrong there. No, you can't. Round four. I may be wide receiver, but I. This is an issue, you, especially any new incoming quarterback. You know, we we just lost Costanzo and our depth situation stunk. Like when one of those pieces were missing, the whole line faltered and you know, you're not going to get a stud and you might not get a stud in round four. Maybe you hit, you don't know, but um, yeah. You I'm don't kinda... want a turnstile like, you know, we had there in the backup role. Larry Van Clark. <clears throat> <clears throat> Chaz green. Uh, uh, oh, 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 I went there. I went there. Uh <laughs> But there is a, actually there's a lot there's a good class of offensive linemen coming out of this draft. Very good class. Um, yeah, you'll probably get a middle of the road guy like a Liam Eichenberg out of uh, Notre Dame, six six, three hundred and two pounds. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. So, he's he's a young and sophomore. I, I feel like you want to get some of these younger guys and groom them early. Uh, you know, obviously sophomores a little on the young side, but. Um, you get a guy that young, groom him, and, and you can get a couple extra years out of him that a lot of people wouldn't. 6'3", 289 pounds. Uh, that's, that's, that might be a little light. Might be a little short, too. Uh, Alaric Jackson, 315, 6'6". Like, I want some beef up there on that line. I want some beef up well, there. Well, our guys are a little more agile and, and speedy and athletic. I mean, Q's a monster, but he can move. Right. So I think we, we kind of like those. Uh, just athletic big man though. Like Casanza was Godzilla pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, size is always nice to have. That is true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so that's for round four. Let's uh, take a look at round five. Pick 148. I think you got to go tight end. Uh, we're either have to get Hunter Henry, like some of the you know dirt cheats have been saying, or draft a tight end. Um, with Doyle getting so long in the tooth, Burton's probably getting the road. I think. Um, you think we're getting Ertz? I read a report that we're that, that Indianapolis is looking at at uh, Ertz. I have not heard that, but I'm I excited s- for it. I seen I that pop up. Ertz. It could be one of those those just those people that just write clickbait bullcrap just for storylines. But I have seen something that Ertz is. Possibly no, there's not people there. like that. You kidding me? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have heard that Ertz is on the radar of uh, uh, of Indianapolis, so I, I have mixed feelings about that. Why are they mixed? Tell me more. Injuries, production drop off over the last couple of years. I don't know. I know he's talented. Eric Ebron. I mean, yeah, all that was said about Ebron yeah, but Eric Ebron, who was his quarterback though. Don't remind me. <laughs> who's there's a special, you know what I mean? You got to have that special guy who's got to make a star. Like I, you, you get Ertz who, 
I think he's on. Is he on the trade block or is he a free agent? I think he's I a, think they're just gonna cut him. Yeah, I think he's gonna be a free I think agent. He's probably gonna be a free. Uh, I don't know. Like I could see it being like I know Zach Ertz and Trey Burton are on very two different wavelengths, but you know, I could. Feel, I mean, I, Ertz I could being a number two tight end and had Mo Ali Cox just killing it. Yeah, Jack Doyle. I mean, Jack Doyle too. Jack Doyle's not bad when healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just got mixed feelings, but I do like you. I like I do like the idea of you you going tight end here. Um, it's such a weird position. It's just a stra- strange and unique position to kind of draft, but uh, definitely definitely one that you know you get. We need some depth because I I definitely don't think that they're bringing back Trey Burton. I think we discussed that. Trey Burton's probably out of the question. If they if they go get Ertz, I don't think a, a tight end at you know in the draft. But if they don't, I, I definitely could see them drafting one at some point. Yep, me too. That's why I said it because I'm smart. Who are you looking at uh, <laughs> at this position? I apologize. Uh, Quentin Morris from Bowling Green and uh, Bradley Moore. No other reason than I like the name Bradley. So it yeah, nice I think name. Bradley Moore. <laughs> it is a cute name. Um, <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> this is a cute name. Uh, I'd probably go wide receiver here in the uh, in the fifth round. Uh, according to CBS, like the 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 lowest one is like 142nd uh, in the overall rankings. Like a Marlon Williams out of UCF, uh, Anthony Schwartz okay. out of Auburn, Nico Collins out of Michigan. You know, if those guys fall. And there's not, I mean, this, this isn't like the best wide receiver class that I've ever seen. It's really good at the top. Really good at the top. Very but, top heavy. Um, as far as everything else, uh, I'm indifferent, but uh, I wouldn't mind finding a depthy wide receiver thing. You know, there's a lot of questions. Uh, T.Y. did a questionnaire thing, and we did, he doesn't even know if he's going to be back in Indianapolis, you know, which is scary. Ballard, wake up, all right? You just go wake up. Start doing some things. And who was the one? That, Dude, and move. Do Darius something. Fountain. Was it Fountain? Was yep. It Darius Fountain. We don't, we don't know what his situation is. So uh, I don't hate the idea of drafting a, a just a deep wide receiver here at round five. No, well, you know, we got Desmond Patton, too. I think he is uh, yeah. a, a, a good piece. You know, hopefully we, we keep Zach Pascal. I know he's a restricted free agent. Um, you know, if Campbell can stay healthy. Him and Pittman, I think, are going to be a deadly one-two. If somehow we sign a uh, a free agent wide receiver, I wouldn't even think about drafting one. But it's it's always nice to get a nice shiny new toy. It certainly is. It certainly is. Uh, what let's see. Moving on to number six, pick one hundred and eighty. What are we looking at here? Um, well, actually, I might follow your, your lead and just get some depth on that offensive line, whether it's a guard, because, you know, if God help me, this never happens. Big Q goes down or glow goes down. I couldn't even tell you we've got behind him right now. Uh, I know Pinter and that's it. So I, I think he's going to be kind of held as a, a, a Kelly backup, you know, in case, you know, Ryan Kelly goes depth, please. Depth, depth, depth on the offensive line. Because yes. once Kaz went out last year is when, like, stuff started hitting the fan. Yep. And we need capable bodies behind our stars and just keep our quarterback upright, especially if it's, you know, that lucky quarterback that I think would be great. We just want to keep him nice, healthy, happy, so he stays around <laughs> for a while. That's fair. No, I yeah, I I, I like it. I, I don't mind them getting two offensive linemen. Five years ago, before I really realized how important an offensive line was, I've been like, that's silly. But and honestly, Ryan Grigson probably probably would have went that route. Be like, oh, that's silly drafting guys. And drafting <laughs> guys. And that's like why we're in mind, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's why we're in the position that we're in right now. But um, but I digress. Uh, yeah, I like that at, at offensive line there. Uh, probably looking at. I might even try cornerback again in some depth. Again, like this is this is a serious issue for the Indianapolis Colts. The the, the teams, these elite quarterbacks that everyone's saying you, you gotta be prepared for them. Your Josh Allen's of the world, your Patrick Mahomes, they're playing the NFC West next year, and that's a quarterback loaded division right now. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. 
Matthew Stafford. Wait, we play Stafford next year. We do. That is because that's four years ago that Scott Tolzien had a um, almost pulled the Nate Peterman before they're uh, before they're just like ah Jacoby get in there. <laughs> and then yeah, I just I, I'm so excited. I hope to force Buckner eats Stafford's kneecaps. I do too. I do too. <laughs> I have I have a message for Matthew Stafford at the end of this. I know that him getting shipped to the Rams isn't like necessarily his fault, but I have a I have a little message for him at the end of this. Uh, but enough of that. Let's uh let us go on to uh round seven. I'm not gonna I don't know. Names are kind of deep at this point, but uh what are you looking here for round seven? Uh, uh, the Colts Mr. Irrelevant person. A body. Anyone that anyone that breathes, <laughs> anyone that could honestly. I might go with the running back. There's okay. Find some good depth down there somewhere, maybe. Just somebody that can run the ball behind a, a wide open lane because that's you know what our offensive line does. So anybody that could run the ball, just consistently and smart and doesn't fumble, and you know doesn't mind holding Jonathan Taylor's jock every now and then. <laughs> Come on, Rook, <laughs> hold it. Uh, <laughs> Here, hold my pocket. Hold my pocket. No, no, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I, I like, I like a little depth at running back. I don't know how long the Wilkins experiment is going to last for, but, um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm probably going to go D line in this in round set. Like, I feel like Indianapolis really has to like their free agent, their big free agency focus. Um, outside of a couple key spots, should be getting this offense to where we need it to be. Um, you know, like I said, I want some of the some of the you know the Xavier Rhodes of the world to be resigned and stuff, but I feel like you can you can get some defensive depth, right? I think we're stronger at defense than we are offense. I could be, I could be mistaken. Um, you know, obviously our defense gave up some big plays last year, but. Uh, I still have a little bit more faith in the defense than I do in the offense, if that makes any sense. So I feel like depth getting some depth in that position in the draft uh adding some help through free agency on the offensive side i, I think we're going to get some um you know i think we're going to get some help here uh it, just get this team sort of on track but uh you know the big concern as of right now and then everybody's mostly everybody's fine is that quarterback position because that is the centerpiece of it all you can have a really really good team uh but if that quarterback position is is not where you need it to be Everything else is for naught. Unfortunately, that's how it is. Trent Trent Dilfer, the two thousand Trent Dilfer Ravens season is not going to happen ever again. No, it's a it's not no. a defensive. This isn't a defensive friendly league anymore. This is an offensive friendly league. All right, defense. You know, defense wins championships. So most certainly so. But offenses are most protected. Quarterbacks are most protected, and you could do a lot more on offense than you could ever do before. Got to get that quarterback position down. Um, yes, yeah, somebody that can spin the ball, make some plays, and extend things, and just not turn the ball over. You don't have to be Patrick Mahomes, but you just have to be a good quarterback that can keep defenses honest. And you know, put twenty-one points on the board. Let our defense do the rest. But you got to be able to score. Sorry, yes. it's it. You have to be able to score. No, that's definitely a must. But um, but that is uh, I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I mean, just going through this mock, it, it went so quick, and it, it just makes me realize you get seven picks, seven picks, and the Rams just flushed away how many for one guy? Three. I mean, it makes me very runner. happy to know that, you know, uh, Ballard's a little conservative when it comes to giving up these picks because you don't have many of them, and this can make to a team. So kudos to him for not overspending I, I wish that he would be a little less conservative sometimes but at least he's not making dumb deals getting fleeced like the uh the rams did yeah i i agree and, and like i said at the top of the show was i a little rational probably uh most likely so but uh you know you i would like a you know a splash free agency or free splash trade like buckner came out of nowhere last year like don't get me wrong like that wasn't crazy um and he, like I say, he's been smart about how he uses his picks, but maybe, 
I, I just, I don't know. He, he can be a little conservative sometimes, and it, it is concerning. I mean, everything seems to seems to work out right, but I'm just, I'm just ready for a championship, man. It's been too long, you know. It, it's we've been so close for, well, quote unquote, so close for so long, and so just long. every year it's something. It's an injury, it's a retirement. It's, you know, even I, I look at this past year, I look at this past season, and like how close we were to beating the Bills. And how Kansas, we should have beat those damn Bills. Screw the Bills. And and and, and how, like how Kansas City played in the divisional round. Like I feel like it, like and this isn't just homerism, but the Colts beat Kansas City last year, and I feel like they're much, but they were a much better team this year. And the way KC played in the divisional round against Cleveland, I feel like Indianapolis could have taken them. I oh, just yeah. I just need that step. I just need the step, not. No, and like, that all starts with the guy throwing the ball. Yep, I can't. I can't handle first round eliminations anymore. I can't handle divisional round eliminations anymore. I can't. I can't. We got to do. You know, I don't know. You keep. I hate the freight because because that's all oh, next year. Next year, teams do that all the time, and teams it's say that next year for a long time. For, for a us. long time. For a long time. Next year, we got this. Oh man, Andrew Luck's back next year. Next year, we'll take him. Retirement. Oh, God, God, if he <laughs> stop it. I thought you got a notification on your phone that said Andrew Luck's back. No. That's that's how willing I am for this just to happen. Just, just come on, please. <laughs> God, just do it for if us. You love me, please. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I will sign Andrew. I will. I will sign up for your book club. <laughs> He I said, will... I will. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, will si- I will sign up for your book club <laughs> three times over. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I, I will, will sign up for your book club three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I will learn how to read if you come back. <laughs> if you come back. But um, but that is the great mystery. That is the great mystery uh, going forward. But yeah, we want to do a little mock track. We know that everybody else is kind of doing them. Uh, and again, it's 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 a little early on. But uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. You know, uh, and, and I'm sure our questions will be answered in in the meantime. I don't know what we have planned for next week. Uh, I think I'm gonna get let Brandon choose what we got. Uh, Whoa, yeah. Brandon's pick. It's gonna be fun. I know. I've only <laughs> I've only been the uh, you know. Uh, cracking the whip per se the first the first three episodes and in in choosing what our episodes would be so um so yeah well uh, brandon gets choice next week as what we talked about you get to talk about and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it so uh to our colts army thank you so much for your support thank you for a wonderful first month of uh of listenership to the bills fans <laughs> and uh yeah brandon take us home uh wait uh uh you had some opening or some parting shots for Matt Stafford. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm glad you reminded me. Matthew Stafford, I know that you had a limited say in where you got to go. But California is a is a shithole. I hope you enjoy all the urine and feces on the sidewalks of California as you play for the Rams. And the high taxes and everything else that comes with living in California. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. I just hope his wife doesn't make like a, you know, one of those tapes with one of those Kardashians or something like that. Who knows? Brother. Actually, I, I hope that she does. <laughs> That's our sign. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Colts fans and Bills Lands. We'll talk to you next week right here. Go Colts. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. 
but real quick. Did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother f- Delay of game, offense.